0: Two more games left on the NFL slate. Packers at Buccaneers. This one is, this one's interesting because you got a total only at 42. It's not a high number. The Tampa Bay Bucks are a one-point favorite over Green Bay at home right now Mm -hmm. with injuries all over the place at the receiver position. Not to mention, you know, you're dealing with a suspension for Tom Brady having his receiver core down so low. And then these receivers on the other side of things that are young and inconsistent for Green Bay, I. this just has the feel to me of a lot of running backs doing a lot of things in this game. And it's not going to be the Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady battle that you would think would be expected in a matchup like this.
1: No, it is not. And, Nick, I don't know what to do in this game. I'm so torn. All week, I've been co-hosting this show. Every guest we've had on, it seems like they like the Packers. Every guest. And that just makes me want to take the Bucks. I mean, it feels like last week when... Feels like everyone was on the Saints. People love the Saints. Plus two and a half. Oh, the Saints own the Bucs. Oh, the Saints own Tom Brady. They can't figure him out. Well, Bucks found a way to win last week. And look, I know the Bucks have their injury issues on offense. I know Evans is suspended and won't play. But Green Bay's injury report not great either. They got a lot yeah. of guys questionable yep. who could be out. So this game probably comes down to which defense do I trust more? Gotta be Tampa Bay. Which quarterback do I trust more, especially in the state of Florida? It's got to be Tom Brady. We know Aaron Rodgers struggles in the state of Florida is well documented. So I lean Tampa Bay minus 120. There's so much Packers love out there. I, I just, I got to go with the Bucks, man. You just, I mean, how many times are, are we going to continue to doubt Brady? And he just continues to shove it in your face. So. Give me Tampa Bay minus 120. It's not an official play. It's not a play I really like at all. It's really just contrarian just from what I've been hearing all week of all the Packer love that I think I like the Bucs.
0: You know, I feel like even with all the potential for running backs to get a lot of carries in this game with such a low total, I almost feel like you should take the over in this at 42. Like this could end up being a, you know, what, like a 27, 24 game and, and then you, I don't know. There's like the way you're thinking contrarian right now. Uh I'm kind of that way too, where all week I was leaning, leaning towards the under, right? The more and more I think about it, they're going to run the ball enough to open it up. And it's still Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. And I just, I I still have to keep that in consideration. So I think I'm actually leaning towards the over in this now. And I, Ah. I don't, I like, I'm questioning it. I'm doubting it. Like all the other plays I've had, I feel good about this. Just, I keep wavering on this game because I don't, I just don't know what to expect because these aren't the normal teams sure. for these quarterbacks. I know,
1: everybody's injured. <laughs> I, I I, think, yeah, the total's tough. I think I lean under, though, because yeah. it, like we were talking, it is Tom Brady and it is Aaron Rodgers, and you're getting a 42. With those two quarterbacks, I feel like the under is the play. Tampa Bay's offense scored 19 points in Week 1, 20 points in Week 2 against Tampa Bay. Green Bay, 7 points against Minnesota, 27 against Chicago, just haven't looked crisp. They haven't looked smooth. And with all the injuries to both skill position groups, especially a wide receiver, with both teams getting fired up to play this game because they know how much it means in the NFC playoff picture, because they want to do it for their quarterbacks, I'm talking myself more and more in the under. Actually, you are. You're I doing kinda, what I did, but going the opposite I know. direction with I it. Like but you the see under. how this is a game
0: where you can no, easily doubt. lean. Like it's not one of those things. It's not like a crazy person that takes the Colts plus five and a half or anything. Where and obviously money you're line. drunk. Yeah you're, where yeah, you're just clearly a psychopath. And the money line, and, but this is one where you really can lean either way and realistically justify. It. That may also be a sign of just not touching the total at all. That mm-hmm. may be the, the maybe the play there is nothing at all. Play it safe, but. You no, life's too short to take the under, they say, right? So I think yeah. I'm leaning towards the over with lean, this. All
1: right. And then if you had to play a side in the game, who'd you lean to?
0: I'd probably lean to, I'm probably going to go on the Tampa side. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I'm telling you, like, this is one of those games where I can't wait to watch it, but I'm really <laughs> uncomfortable with the betting aspect of it. It's, it's this weird, totally agree. yeah. like emotional, I, I'm, I'm Ron Burgundy in a glass case of emotion right now. Right. Like, I don't know what to do. And, I'm in a glass case of emotion.
1: And you know, normally with a spread like this, you know, if you get like a seven and a half in this game, a 10 and a half with these quarterbacks, you're just like, oh, autoplay. I'm going to take that. Yeah. Like this could be a blowout. Like I could, could see, I could see one of these teams winning 23, seven, 23, 10. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? So and yeah. Cause it's I not sim- like Tampa's looked good. They looked horrible against the saints offensively. Exactly. So,
1: I don't know, man. It's a tough one. And there's a lot of people that really like Green Bay, and I'm just like, I I don't know. Well,
0: there's a lot of people that like Green Bay even coming into the season. I I just, again, the whole NFC is a big just toss-up right now. Like, just write all the names on paper, toss it up in the air, and see where they land I I mean, you're just
1: seeing how much Devontae Adams meant to that team. Yeah. Oh, so much. Because the running backs are great. And and they're still producing, but it's like, who's Rogers' Rodgers guy on the outside to go to? He still doesn't even know.
0: I There's going to be a chance I'll be more confident in Green Bay as the season goes on. And you start to see a little more chemistry. One or two receivers will really kind of step into a role. Maybe it's Alan Lazard handling that number one role. Maybe it's Sammy Watkins in a position where he starts producing more. But he's got a hamstring issue right now because Sammy Watkins always gets hurt. I mean, Christian Watson, the poor guy, is now the face of bad receivers. For Green Bay after dropping that past week one. So it's always going to be a thing. Mm. Uh it's that's yeah, it's that came tough one, uh, It is, it's man. I'm really alive. I'm still kind of debating. I'm with it a you. Bit. Can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Not gonna bet it. Yeah. All right. The last game up on the slate, the 49ers. Jimmy G and the 49ers. One and a half point favorites on the road at Denver. The total's forty-three and a half.
1: I think we're on the same page here. Yeah. We're taking the Niners. Yeah, and yeah. Jimmy yeah. G. I I think a lot of people are going to take the one and a half. I've been bit by one and a half taking a favorite. It's no fun. I'm just going to take the money line minus 120. We'll say it again. Jimmy G 35 and 16, including the playoffs when he starts for the Niners nine and 29 without him. Say it again. Say it again to remind the people in the back one more time. 35 and 16. That is the Niners record. When Jimmy G is on the field nine and 29 without him. It's simple. Ladies and gentlemen, when Jimmy G starts for the 49ers, they win. When he doesn't, they lose. He's starting on Sunday, so we like him to win. Denver, they've scored exactly 16 points in their first two games. But Nick, what's most concerning, they're 0-6 for 6 in the red zone this season and far as touchdown percentage they can't score touchdowns unbelievable With it's, those they're two- inept
0: oh. they have no, it's like they have no idea what they're doing in the red zone
1: they can't score they can't score, <laughs> it's, they can't so score. it's it's so bad and against San Francisco man you better score touchdowns you kick field goals against that team especially when they're on the road you you're going to be in trouble so i like the niners i figure it's going to be a trendy pick but i also just think this spread is still the perception of denver like vegas this is They know that people are still like, we have this idea of what Denver is in our heads because, oh, they have the defense, they have the receivers, now they have the quarterback, so they're going to be great. Right? Have you watched them play football the first two weeks? <laughs> they don't look too great. Not to say they're not going to be a good team, but we're betting week three against the 49ers. The 49ers are the better team. This is a good spot for them with Jimmy G. Now leading that team, I think they're just going to play fired up for them. So, give me the Niners.
0: You should be safe. Air Force just scored again 48 14 over Nevada, 335 to go in the fourth quarter. Oh. So, your Air Force minus 24 and a half ticket looks like it'll probably cash. Love it. When this is all said and done. Yeah, I, I'm the 49ers are my right now. I look at the 49ers and Eagles, they're the two best teams. The teams that I have the most confidence in. Let me rephrase that. The teams that I have most confidence in right now in the NFC because of all the issues we talk about with Tampa, then the four, the, the Green Bay Packers and what's going on with their receivers. Yeah. I, I just I don't know what their offense looks like. Their The Rams right now have been inconsistent. We've seen that. The Cowboys cross them off the list. They should have never been in. I understand they're always going to bait you into betting the Cowboys. I never thought the Cowboys would win the NFC anyway. But all those teams that had the shortest odds to win the NFC right now, I never, I really did not know. I had no confidence in any of them. And now I'm at the point where I look at through the first couple of weeks, it's the Eagles and the 49ers now because there's no more question marks with San Francisco. 67 touchdowns, 38 interceptions, a 98 quarterback rating for Jimmy G as a San Francisco 49er. Think about the, the position they put themselves in by not trading him. I mean, yes, right now, if Trey Lance was healthy and not playing well, it would be a problem. And I ripped the team for that. And yeah. you got to get rid of him. You had to move Jimmy G if you're all in on Trey Lance. And they messed that up. I get that there was a shoulder injury. But now it's actually worked. Their ineptitude with that trade has actually worked out well for them because you have a quality backup that's there. Their immediate present is very, very clear. They're a good team that could get to the NFC Championship game, maybe to the Super Bowl. They were one win away from it last year. Their future is the problem because Trey Lance has to be the guy next year and he's missed out on a third year, essentially, of no football because he didn't play. Remember, he barely played his last year in college. They played the spring ball or whatever.
1: Right, all because of COVID
0: and everything. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so it's... Short-term, though, I like the 49ers, and I like the Eagles in the NFC. All right, Nick. Those Overall, though,
1: favorite college play and NFL play, what are they for you? Uh, favorite you college one. play
0: was Tennessee minus 10.5. 10 I'm taking Tennessee. I think Florida's a mess right now offensively. Okay. And favorite play, well, obviously, I'm taking the Eagles team totaled. Over 27.5 against the Commanders. Come on, man. like it. All right, give me the Colts plus 5.5 against the Chiefs and Gross. the Moneyline.
1: And give me James Madison plus 7.